Now, when I was a kid, we used to worry about the inter-islander not working on school holidays because of the strikes. Of course, these days it just doesn't work at all because it's permanently broken, it seems. Latest dramas, it hit a wave. I thought that's what ships did. Anyway, uh, that impacts our freight. The Managing Director of Canterbury Bulk Freight, Alex Cardell, is with us. Alex, morning to you. Good morning. You're sick of it? Oh, it's getting tiresome. And it, they don't seem to actually work that often. Um, no, well, not too bad. The problem is they've, they, they're dealing with antiquated gear and, and when it goes down, it, it goes down. Yeah. And there is no ability to, to pick up the slack. So this business where they say every time one breaks down, don't worry, we've ordered a new one and it's coming in 24, 25, whenever it's coming, that will potentially, you think, solve the problem? No. Yeah. There's, a, there's a big raft of us that, that are starting to think this new IREX project is going to be a, a real problem, particularly with the ships being, being much bigger than they are currently. At, at the moment, we've got trucks double parked across driveways all over Picton. Poor old Picton locals, they can't move without, without a truck on their driveway. There's just nowhere to store gear. Wellington's very similar issue. We've we've been holding trailers parked around Wellington area because we can't put them on the wharf this week because there's just no capacity. And if we go to bigger ships, it's just going to exacerbate the problem when they when they fall over. So what do we need? Bigger ships, or you you're arguing more ships? Oh, that's a that's a very argumentative question. I think I think the bigger ships should be running between Wellington and Christchurch. Ah, and that was one. No, I was building up to that one, Alex. Yeah, so there's coastal shipping. You yeah. reckon the answer? Yeah, nah, put a smaller ship that's custom designed for people to travel to Picton and tourists and that sort of thing and just keep the freight running to Christchurch. But there's, there's a huge argument within the whole industry about that. Who should own this? I mean, are Kiwi Rail interested? Are they a good company, by the way, in, in your dealings with them? Look, I think there's some challenges at board level. Um, there's, there's some real interesting calls being made. This, this whole scenario that we're in now is a, a classic example. We've got Valentine currently tied up against Aotea Key. They bought that a couple of years ago. It went to the Dunedin for a holiday oh, probably six months ago, and it's been tied up down there doing nothing. And they've got uh, Kairahi going to dry dock in Singapore. Yeah. They knew that was going to be out for three months. So wouldn't you put, put Valentine back into Wellington and go, well, look, if, it's, if we need it, it's there as a backup, but no, it's in Wellington, but it's not able to sail. So as a result, when one of the other two goes down, we're, we're stuck. Yeah. Is this an overarching, I hate to bring the government into this, but I mean, given it's State Highway 1 we're talking about and that part of it doesn't function, does somebody need to, some I don't know, crack some heads together or, or restructure it or do something so we've got something out the other side of it? There needs to be a, a long-term plan for how we're doing it, and, and I'm, I'm worried that the, the IREX project has been, been thrown in, and the big answer is, yep, we've got new ships coming every time there's a problem, but to be honest, there's a lot of us in the industry that don't believe the new ships are going to improve no. things at all, no. particularly dropping from three to two, um, and given the problems with, with Marlborough Sounds and Wake and all that sort of thing, trying to turn one of those and back it halfway up the channel to get it into Picton is going to be a real challenge. So it, it goes across both governments, but really the last few years it's just become an absolute nightmare to try and operate a business across that strait. I think we're all seeing that. Give me the truckometer, you know, the famous truckometer. Well, what, what's the state of the economy? Um, some areas better than expected. Other areas are starting to get pretty tight. Who's doing well? Give me some hope. Who's doing well? Who's doing well? Well, we're in the uh, we're in the furniture and retail sector, and that's still reasonably strong at this stage for okay. us, um, which which has surprised us somewhat. The um, the food guys are still doing well. 
chilled, chilled frozen and and, and uh, edibles are, are doing mm. well. All right. um, although they, they're having all sorts of issues as a result of the ferry because obviously chilled Precisely. product, you can't sit yogurt on the wharf for three days and expect to sell it. You cannot. Alex, I like your insight. Appreciate it very much. Alex Cardle, that frozen veggie thing doesn't surprise me because as Grant Robertson told us, all the poor people buy frozen vegetables is incredible. So uh, that, that's going gangbusters. So he may, he, may, he may have been right. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.